Social Media Serenity Podcast Episode Number 110. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Eric Fisher. We're here each and every week to talk about social network sites like Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+, and anything else that helps us to build relationships online. How can we use these tools without them sucking our will to live? That is the closest to the proper tagline we've had yet, I think. (laughs) I I love the whole sucking our will. You're sucking my will to live. Sucking my will to live. Because sometimes I just feel that way. No doubt. Oh, that I comes gotta from. Gotta post this. I gotta <laughs> reply. I gotta tweet this. That comes from my old Wayne's World days when he was doing the uh, yep. the suck and cut uh, haircut system. It certainly <laughs> says does suck, Garth. <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, How man. many times did you watch that movie? I, I know I watched oh, it at least fifty or sixty. Too many. Times. And and you know, while we're talking, I'm jumping over to Netflix to see if that's on streaming. <laughs> Because to be honest, I want to watch it again. <laughs> That's so funny. But we're not here to talk about Wayne's World, even though we are podcasting from our basements. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, we, we, you know, we could tie this in if you wanted to. If, if, if we needed to tie every single thing we bring up in the show into social media, we can talk about the social media nightmare that's going on for uh, Netflix. We could do that. But we won't. No. <laughs> Let's move on to the social media nightmare that's going on for Google Plus and the fact that 60% of the users have logged off. Crazy. So says a certain article. Did you take a look at this article? I, I know I just glanced at it. I did. Traffic plunges for Google Plus as 60% of users log off. Now, what this actually, what they're going by is since the September 20th date when they dropped. Um. Oh, what's it called? The need for a an invite. Yes. So it's open to everybody. From that September twentieth date, from that point forward, it's dropped by sixty percent. Right. The the site's traffic. Right. So, and what is it today? Today's the thirteenth. Uh, so, uh, in another week, it will be October twentieth. So, in the past three weeks, basically. So within three weeks, it's dropped sixty percent less traffic to the to Google Plus's network. Well, I can say that my participation's been consistently with what it was already. So. <laughs> Which was what, Eric? Tell us. Um, let's say out of my social network traffic, Google Plus allotted for about five, maybe ten percent. Okay. For my might be, might be being generous there. For my social media traffic, I would say it would be zero point zero 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 one percent. Okay. Since Google it, Plus came out, now now was that a drop off or were you already there? Oh no no no! I'm just saying I'm just saying that overall, since Google Plus okay. first came out, that's how much it's been. Right. Yeah. So it, it, so for us though, we're not, you and I are not contributing to the sixty percent less because we we're doing it the same we always were. That's correct. It's everybody else. I yeah. blame everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to do less than zero. Right. <laughs> which which is, is exactly what but I've we done try. since that first date where they announced it. Yeah. And again, it all comes down to the fact that, you know, I'm a Google, Google Apps user and I'm not going to log in with a Gmail account to go and do something. Yeah. That's, that's just not going to happen. Not anytime soon anyway. And, and really, a lot of what ends up me happening when I post to Google Plus is I've got a, a uh, oh, what's it called, a Chrome extension plugged in to where if I'm on Twitter.com or Facebook, if I write something there, I can check for it to go to Google Plus and Twitter as well or or any of the three. They, they're interchangeable. So. Right. You know, so it's just like, I don't go over there, but I once in a while say, hey, I'll shoot this over to Google Plus, see if anybody's got any feedback on this question. Or you something. know, the, the interesting thing here is so far, Google, when did Google Plus come out? Uh, let's, it probably says in the article, let's see. Well, while you're looking that up, I just want to say since Google Plus came out, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Um, I I understand Leo Laporte's posting a ton of stuff over there and, and that that's Chris his Brogan. favorite thing. And Chris Brogan. And, and a bunch I of call them. it Brogan Plus. Brogan Plus. 
but but the thing is 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 you know i'm still able to follow what those people are doing um and i don't feel like i need to see their longer than 140 character uh, status updates uh to to really you know to to engage as much as i want to with those brands if you will does that make sense oh yeah and so i you know and then of course i don't realize i don't i don't notice that i am like losing friends like for example people that i used to connect with on social media who have abandoned twitter or facebook and moved completely over to google plus if they've done that i don't miss them yeah you still see what they say so so it's all of a sudden it's it's not like i'm saying man there's a void in my life with those two people who said that they completely erased their facebook account and don't use twitter and now are using google plus only well, if they right. if they did it, it it's kind of like if a tree falls in the middle of the forest and I didn't realize it anyway. I mean, it, it, does it still make a sound? And and the, so I think you know the people who have a you know abandoned other platforms to just move to Google Plus. I think that is, I I think that that is um. I, I think that's I think that's the danger here when we talk about social networks and adopting them. You know, I, I don't I, I see the value in adding a new social network that allows you to do something in a new and unique way and communicate in a way that that is that is not possible with other networks. I don't see the value in saying that I'm going to dump other networks. I'm going to stop being consistent with the way that I use those other networks. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, and I think this is something that I heard somewhere recently. I think maybe I was watching Dignation or something, and it was, you know, Kevin and Alex talking, and one was like, you know, unfortunately, in this time, I mean, if you want to promote something on social media, you kind of need to be almost everywhere and almost on everything. And, and I Because there's an that. audience. I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't totally agree or disagree with it. Uh, from my perspective, like in my position, I'm using Facebook and Twitter primarily for my job. And if Google Plus allows for branding pages, you know, for, for businesses, yeah, we'll probably stick our toes in there and see what it's good for. But again, I mean, it's it's they don't have that. So what's the point at this point? You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I'll give you a perfect example of of my big beef here. Uh, for the longest time, I didn't know how to connect my YouTube account to my Google Apps account. All right. So, yeah, I remember so, that saga. Yeah. So this this went on forever. And, and it turns out that I was just missing a very important setting that was hidden way down into the admin panel. And it was in a place where I would have never dreamed it would be. But thankfully, eventually somebody came and showed me how to turn on one switch and all of a sudden let me transfer my um, youtube.com slash cliff EOTC over to my Google Apps account. And I did that. Well, the thing is, is I used this thing for years, YouTube account for years, and people are leaving comments left and right, you know, comments everywhere. Right. And to, to be able to, and, and I would get those comments in my email because, of course, those comments come to cliff EOTC at gmail.com, which everything that goes there gets forwarded to my Google Apps account. So I get those notification of those comments. But the problem is, is that for me to respond to those comments, <clears throat> I literally need to, you know, either open up another browser, open up an incognito window, log in with my Gmail credentials and respond to those people. And it got to the point where it just sat in my inbox and I never got around to doing it. And so finally, I resolved that, you know what, YouTube comments, I just don't have time to engage with those. Right. Um, and so so basically, I, I, I never did. And all of a sudden now, I have my YouTube account is logged in under my Google Apps account. So now if you if you leave a comment on my on any video that's on my Cliff EOTC YouTube account, there's a good chance that if you leave a comment, I'm actually going to respond to it. I'm, as a matter of fact, I would say I'm probably nine out of every 10 comments I respond to. And the only ones I don't respond to are the ones that are just like, hey, Cliff, great video. Thank you so much. You know, and, and if I'm really busy, I may not take the time to do the quick thank you um, comment um, because I don't think it moves the forward, the conversation. And sometimes I'm just so busy that, you know, let, let me just clear this notification out and, and just move forward. Um, but 
I'll tell you what I have since you know during this I have another YouTube account and it's under podcastanswerman at gmail.com and right. it's youtube.com slash podcastanswerman same things there I got people leaving me comments and you know what I don't respond to them and 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 this is my problem I I, I don't like having a platform out there where when people engage me I'm not in, I'm not engaging back with them and so this is why i argue against the the idea i'm already maxed out at this point where where i am engaged i I think i think that well i think what it is is you're actually talking about engagement and i'm talking about syndication yes and they're two different sides of the same coin where it's you know having a presence somewhere and and the other question which maybe it brings up is is it worth having a presence somewhere if you're not there to be engaged with that's that's a whole other show yeah that's a whole other show but but the still the thing is is i am primarily i use these tools to syndicate but my thing is is at this point i don't even want to syndicate to google plus so you'd rather not syndicate to somewhere that you're not going to be actively involved or engaging with the with the with the responses to the syndicated okay. content. No, I, I think that's a I mean, I don't. Hmm. I'm already letting people down on yeah. YouTube for podcast answer, man, by not responding right. to their comments, e- either timely <clears throat> or sometimes ever. I'd like to know if people really expect to get a response to comments on youtube because i i don't particularly oh i can comment you, much I can, on youtube but i can read i mean it i would say it depends on the youtube channel but for me i'll yeah. do i'll do a youtube i've got a youtube video on there if you go to podcastanswerman.com slash uwp that's uh umbrella william paul uh it's a review that i have of my sony wireless microphone system and there are people who is like wow i can't believe i found this this is so cool because i've been thinking about wa- buying these Quick question for you. Can you do this? <laughs> that that comment yeah. is begging for a response. And, and you know, sometimes I'll, it's like, let me go log in under right. podcast answer, man. Let me, you know, open up another browser window and all of this other stuff. So that, that for me is the big issue. Um, it, you know, right now, if, if, if it was as simple as just opening up a tab, you know, or clicking on a link inside of my notification from Google Plus, it opening up a new tab, my cookie being stored for me to be logged in and saying, oh, here's the response, blah, 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 boom, send, done. I would syndicate the Google Plus, I would engage in Google Plus, and I would probably follow and engage with people in new and exciting ways with Google Plus. I'd probably do hangouts every now and then with Google Plus. But right now, it's not convenient to use Google+. It, it, it requires an incognito window, an extra login each and every time, or a whole separate browser. And to be honest with you, every time I load Firefox, I don't know about you, but every time I load Firefox, I have to uh, tell it to go ahead and install an update. But that, that's a whole other story as well. Yeah. <laughs> I know so. I'm, a cr- I'm becoming a cranky old man, but you know what? All I'm saying is that Google is not convenient for me. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Well, and and the the web analytic firm Chatika that released this report about the Google Plus dropping traffic, it says uh, they they in the report say the supply of users for social media sites is limited. To survive, you must stand out and provide a service that others do not. Mm-hmm. And I, and think I they, don't they do. Know, I think they do, but I don't know that it's different enough if you're already other places. For some it is, for some it isn't. I would I would say that it I, I would say that Google Plus certainly stands out in a bunch of different ways. Um, I, I think their circles are so much easier to 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 manipulate than 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 Twitter lists or Facebook groups or whatever the case may be. I'm going to argue for Google Plus there. They they they're way out in ahead in in circles. I think they're way out ahead in um uh hangouts the the group video chat i think they're way out in the ahead there i think they're way out ahead in posting longer form updates uh on your stream i mean you literally could use it as a blog i think they're way out ahead there and the threaded conversations back and forth i i think google plus is amazing i think it is totally awesome and and the there are features that i think that just far outshine twitter and facebook it's just not convenient for me to use. Yeah, makes sense. So I live inside a one browser 
with multiple tabs. And if I can't easily fit that into my stream, no matter how great it is, the fact is, is the fact I, I, it, I, I have to jump through hoops to get to it. And that's what I don't like. Yeah. Anyway. I wonder what our audience thinks. Oh, I know what they think. They think Cliff's a cranky old guy and that dude, Google Plus is the greatest thing since sliced bread, which I'm not going to argue, except for the fact that it's difficult to get to and you won't see me there. I don't know. I like time. sliced bread a lot, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, well, there was some other stuff that came out about Google Plus or Google Plus came out with, I should say, which is that they to let you uh, search in real time. This is interesting. Um, I think this is a good thing. Um, again, I, I don't. It, it's tough for me to gauge on how this would mean anything to me. So, so it's basically like Twitter search. It, it, yeah, I mean, it's like Twitter search as well as the instant timeline sidebar thingy on Facebook, where as things are happening, boom, it's there. Boom, it's there. It's it's instant. Well, is it like that in Facebook? Because I don't I don't know that you can do that on Facebook, where I can actually search for a topic and then immediately well, see everybody on Facebook who's doing it. What I mean is the not the the search aspect, but the but it's in um, real time. The real time aspect. Yeah, but yeah. I think I think the story. Well, it's here, two different. It's two different things. Yeah, I think the story is not so much that it's displaying stuff in real time. I think it's letting you search in okay. real time, and I think that that's the real. I, I, and I think that this is a great thing. I think it's one of the things I love about Twitter is um, I, I was doing a oh gosh I was doing an audio tutorial called before you record your first podcast. And I was explaining how people, you know, that, that, you know, when we talk about the frequency of your podcast, you want to, you want to make sure that you don't overfeed your audience because they'll get, you know, if they get backed up, they get become overwhelmed and they're eventually yep. will leave your show, even if they love your content. And I, just, I said, to, way too many episodes. And I said, to prove that what I'm going to do right now is, um, I, I'm going to do a Twitter search for behind on podcast. And I said, okay, here we go. In the last three hours, here are the 45 people who use the phrase behind on podcasts. And this is what they said. And I read them. And it's like, now, here's the thing. All you need to do is go to twitter.com or search.twitter.com, whatever you want to do, and go in and put, quote, behind, space, on, space, podcast, end quote, and hit search and see what you find. And you will see that people are always complaining about how they're behind on your podcast. Or, you know, and they're talking to somebody. I'm always behind on your podcasts um, and whatever the case may be. And and yeah, so I loved I, I love real time search and I'm glad that Google Plus has that. And and I'm surprised that Facebook doesn't have that yet, except for the fact that it would, you know, it, it would open them up to the fact that, you know, really, you can only search public stuff. Whereas right. with Twitter, the default is public. And also with Google Plus, the default is public. Well, no, wait, 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 no. So I guess if you're doing a Twitter search, you're not going to come across anybody who has a private account. That's correct. Uh, so. But but with Google Plus, you know what? A lot of Google's Plus real time search isn't really going to give you what everybody's saying about certain topics because there's more private stuff I think going around inside of circles that mm -hmm. will not show up ever in real time search. Right. Have you ever tweeted something and immediately got a bunch of at replies that are just spam junk mail? Oh, yeah. So in Twitter, you, the only way to keep that from happening and you still want to share that information with, uh, you know, whatever with your friends, that keyword that, that keeps prompting the spam. Um, the only way to do that is to protect your tweets. Whereas in circles, you could have a circle, you know, you could share it with like, 18 different circles which is basically everybody in the world that you're connected to on google plus you can actually share it with all circles but still not be public and then never have to worry about that spam so in a way um uh, i think google plus search in real time isn't as much as a benefit for brands as twitter's real-time search yeah i agree which, uh, but but it's a good thing for Google Plus users because then they can actually say, you know what, I want to talk about my baby, but don't want to be sold a new car seat or a new baby formula. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised I haven't had that happen. Right? Maybe maybe the maybe the uh, i i mm, pod pad phone spammers 
are just more aggressive than the baby spammers. Well, I think that they're, you know, obviously people selling iPads and stuff like that and gadgetry, they're they're more tech savvy. And so therefore they know the tech ways of yep. marketing. But I'm surprised that, that more car seat and baby formula um, marketers aren't out there. I mean, I, I could I, I could see approaching uh, Similac and saying, hey, I'd love to be your social media uh, marketing manager. And in fact, I just want to be your Twitter division. You know, yeah, there you and, go, and, dude. All, all I have to do is look, you know, look for keywords like baby picture. Check out, you know, uh, you know, couple hours till they're born or something like that. And it, it, you could literally market your stuff. Hey, can I send you a free care package? You know, and and just send those to people on behalf of Similac. And you know, and and yeah, I'm telling you, there's a gold mine in Twitter real time search. Yep. You're giving away the secrets, man. Mm-hmm. Well, that, you know, hey, that's what it, it's all about. That's we're all here to share what what we have learned and what we feel. Yes. All right. What else is going on? Facebook for iPad. You know, I still haven't installed that thing. Have you? Well, chances have you updated your Facebook app on your iPhone? Uh, yeah, I think I did last night, actually. Then you actually are running the exact same app. OK, um, it's it's the exact same app. It's now universal, okay. and it actually has the exact same layout with the, the major difference being that on the iPad, you can turn uh, to landscape mode and have the sidebar pull out versus... It, there's a little bit of a difference when you're doing landscape versus portrait mode on the iPad, but that's it. Okay, so I'm, I'm so. logging in now, loading... And uh, let's just see aesthetically how it looks. Uh, so far, it looks the same because it pulls up my timeline. Oh, no. Okay. I see the difference now. Um, so I click the little bars and it shows me the little sidebar. I can see the news feed. Mm-hmm. I can actually, can I click on, I can't just click on Cliff Ravenscraft to go to my profile or is my phone going slow? Yeah. No, you can. Yeah, I did. I just did. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I like it that. Reminds, it reminds me of the Twitter for iPad app that they came out with. If you remember way back when, when that... Uh, yeah. Twitter, Twitter for iPhone still looks very much just like Tweety did, but Twitter for iPad is very similar to this layout where you've got the sidebar thing that pulls over and you can scroll up and down to see, you know, jump somewhere. You've got your... Um, Friend requests, your messages, and your notifications right there up at the top. Oh, dude. And I, I got one feature request right now. This this would be the bomb. Tell me if this wouldn't be awesome. I, if I click on events, it says, you know, it says five. Wouldn't it be a dream come true if you could actually have that list of un- upcoming events and then swipe to the right and delete to remove yourself from those events? I wonder. Yeah, it's not. it's not there. And I'm wondering if I can actually just go into the event, scroll down. Yeah, there's no way to. Yeah, if you go even I've got one here and I've already marked it as not attending. And I, I. Yeah, that doesn't take you out of it. Facebook, when I mark I'm not attending something, delete the stinking event. All right. Well, I can understand them not doing that, to be honest with you. I don't know. Because you may want to communicate to the person who's invited you that I'm not attending, but I still want to be kept up to date with what's going on. Yeah, that's true. You well know. then give so then I go back to what you just said give me the ability on my mobile device to remove myself from the event if I so choose or better yet how about yes maybe not attend or yes uh, attending whatever it is uh, no maybe whatever and then right below that in little tiny print give me remove from my events don't make me scroll down to the bottom of the page as as well as another one called Block this person from ever inviting me ever again. Please. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. And so, thank you. So anyway, the, the big st- <laughs> yeah. The, so we're playing with this on our iPhone. But the big story here is that Facebook has an official iPad app now. Well, I guess and this is a will big you deal. use it over the um, web browser version on your iPad? And, and to be honest, I'll say yes, because I'm already now used to the interface because it's the exact same interface as it is on my phone. Yeah. If I'm on my iPad. You know what? I, I, if I use my iPad, I, I, I'm going to have to answer no. Because to be honest with you, since I've owned my iPad, I think I only looked at Facebook three times uh, from my iPad. 
And I don't see myself use picking up my iPad to interact with Facebook at all. I, well, and you're not already you're already not doing it. So I was already not doing it. Yeah. Right. It's not you're not the audience for this. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. So I'm, I, I actually I would say ninety nine point nine percent of all my Facebook uh, browsing is done inside of my Google Chrome browser. And it's and I would say that probably nine times out of ten um, actually, no, about eight times out of 10, it's me clicking on a link from a notification that I got that somebody commented on something or left me a message or something that I open, you know, click the link to open it up in my browser. But I will tell you throughout the day, I do randomly just click on my Facebook shortcut um, and and will just quickly browse what's going on. And my Facebook shortcut takes me to a custom list that I have in Facebook. So it mm-hmm. gives me the news feed right of a custom list, which is called people I follow. And it's got 48 people on that list. Yeah. So I'm finding that, I don't know. I, I've been, like I said last week, I confess that Facebook's gone up in my mind as far as my preference of it and my usage of it. Um, and I think this, I think at first, I was like, okay, where's this? Where's this? Where's this on this new app? Then I instantly was like, oh, it's all right there. And this that's where that is. That's where that... Okay. And then the fact that it just it moves so much quicker than the old one did. Right. So if you're someone who's used Facebook for iPhone um, or just used the uh, Facebook.com on the iPad, either of these, I th- my personal opinion work so much quicker and faster so yeah yeah. i i I, just looking at the app i will tell you um the facebook app looks very nice it aesthetically it it looks a lot better than the old one yeah and and i think that uh bravo for them putting forth a good effort i remember when you know the you know the official facebook app was out there and on the iphone and uh, they were talking about, you know, the all the bad stuff happening with the approval process over at Apple and things that they're allowed to do and not allowed to do. And, and finally, you know, Mark's like, forget it. We're just going to go over to Android. And and the developer, the guy who actually wrote the Facebook app says, eh, I'm done with Apple. Do you remember those days? Mm hmm. Yeah. So I'm glad I'm glad that they finally came back. Um, and who knows, maybe, maybe the app will cause me to, on my phone, not on my iPad, uh, but on my phone, maybe the app will cause me to engage a little bit more. Yeah. You should try it out. I will. I will. I, I, I I've always had the Facebook app. It's, it's in a little, it's, it's in a little, it's in a folder called social and, and it's got two little icons. It's got my Facebook icon and it's got my Google plus icon on there. (laughs) And they're just tucked into a folder, you know, somewhere on my phone. But I I occasionally I will log into Facebook. Well, and and I've actually, as of yesterday with iOS 5, turned on Facebook notifications on my phone. Really? Now that that I have more finite um, controls over the notifications. Yeah. Because they don't have to jump right into the front of the screen with a noise or a banner or a whatever and be like, hey, look at me. Somebody somebody poked you on Facebook. Great. Thanks for telling me, iPhone. And then I would turn it all off. Yeah. Now I've got it on because then one swipe and there's notifications. And I can see right here in the palm of my hand without going to Facebook. Oh, cool. A bunch of people have commented on my stuff. And then I just don't have to go there yet. Yeah, that that's cool. You it's, know what? it's positive affirmation. I'll tell you what. I may even do that myself on my phone. I've kept it just very quiet and just show up in notifications and I don't have to see, I don't, you don't even have to have it where it shows up in your lock screen. Yeah. You just have it show up in the notification center. Yeah. So. Interesting. I do like iOS 5, by the way. Um, yeah. I, I installed it last night. iMessages, awesome. Yep. And by the way, I did see that I didn't have letting you have the read receipt turned on on my end, so. Yeah, you know what? And is it is it that? So do you have to have it turned on on your end for me to get the read receipts? Well, let me see here. I'm going into messages real quick and I'm and I'm on Wi-Fi so it won't make noises. Um I messages oh, turned yeah, on. Oh, there it is. Send read receipts. Send read receipts. I had that turned off you know when what? we it's, talked. So it's, and it's turned off by default. Yeah. 
So I'm actually going to turn it on. I'm tur- I turned it on now. So if you and I were to send iMessages, you would see that I had seen yeah, I'm gonna your s- message I'm going to send you a message real quick here. So I've okay. got, I got you. And I'm just going to send this message as T-E-S-T. Hit send. There we go. So it says delivered. Now the thing is, is I want what I understand, and and I think this is what will happen is when you open that. Oh no, it says red. Yep, because I just cool. opened it. That is awesome, and I and that's what that. I was. Yeah, that's what I was seeing last night from you. Was that my message was delivered? Yeah, but now oh. it actually, and it says red, and I love it. It says red at nine thirty-five a.m. Yeah, that so you is know awesome. That I've I have actually opened this app and seen that pop up. Yeah. Now, whether I'm like asleep and just have the app open, it's the other story. But <laughs> right. anyways, anyway, I love that. I love um, that. But social media serenity means Twitter integration into iOS 5 is a key thing. And uh, I'm, I'm still a little confused by it because, to be honest, I go into a Twitter in the, in the um, settings and only two apps have asked or have checked on or are even showing up under the allow these apps to use your account. And one is Safari and one is Twitter, the official Twitter app, but not Asfora. And Asfora didn't ask for it. Right. I think but it's still logged in. And, and I, I'm just confused a little bit by how that works then. I don't know either. Um, I think I think it may be a little bit of time before we start to see the updates roll out now that iOS 5 is coming. Yeah. And I think you're going to see more and more. In fact, I think I saw one last night. But as for a did update for iOS 5, it said iOS 5 compatibility, blah, blah, blah. I mean, there has been two or three updates for us for in the past week and a half. Yeah, let me let me oh. go into Twitter on mine. And uh, let's see here. Yeah, the only matter of fact, I don't even have it says allow allow these apps to use your account. And mine only has Twitter. Mine doesn't even have show Safari as an option down there. Well, that's because I, I actually tweeted something from Safari. I wanted ah. to try it out and I gave it the allow permission gotcha so hey i have a random question here while we're on the subject us for a, you're on an iphone 4 i'm on an iphone 4 do you find that the splash screen comes up a lot for you i quit using us for a couple months ago about a month ago okay we never brought this up yeah what, uh, what made you switch um what, what did you switch to i switch i'm on the official twitter application okay yeah um, I basically, I'm, I'm at a place where I'm following so many people that I found that the splash screen was coming up and it was just hanging there. And, yeah. and, and, and I found that when I switched from my timeline over to my at replies, it's just like, oh, I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. And, and, and so it was real clunky and stuff like that. I st- restarted my phone a couple times, all the other stuff. And it was just, um, it, it just wasn't working. And so yeah. I, I switched over to um, the official Twitter application. It was when Winnie was here. And, okay. and um, I, I, I'm loving it. The only thing I don't like is, is I miss my dark theme. Yeah, I, I still miss that. You know, I, I, I miss, miss the dark theme, but I'm loving the official Twitter application. I'm, I'm thinking about doing that myself. And the, the one other reason that I'm thinking of it is because I think it will be the first Twitter app that will get the new... And we talked about this, and it's in it, it's where they change. They're going. Twitter.com is going away from uh, just having mentions, but having activity. And oh, to be honest, yeah. I really do want to be able to see when people officially retweet me instead right. of unofficially or at message me. Yeah. Because and and I really think those official retweets should show up in the at message. Has that activity stream been turned on for you? It's I, not. It's not. No. Yeah. That's that's still. But that's the thing that kind of irks me is is like I, I have TweetDeck set up at work for my work um, Twitter account, but I also have a little ta- a little uh, column set up to show me my uh, mentions for my personal account there, and I'll see people officially retweet me there that I see nowhere else, and it's really kind of frustrating to me because. I want to know that somebody has retweeted me, whether it's official, unofficial, or at messaged me. Right. And I, and out of those three, two of them are what I'm getting, and the third one's not happening. So I, I really want that to show up. So I think that with Twitter being Twitter, <laughs> that and they've mentioned that they're going to do that whole activity 
thing. I feel like we're going to see that come into play into the, the this app itself. So yeah, well, I, I I'm I, I moved over. I I tell you what got me was the official I'm doing it right now. <laughs> the, the official Twitter application on the Mac got me uh, to where I just fell in love with it. The ability to easily change between accounts and and have it up there, you know, up in my status bar. I, I'm just absolutely loving it. I know there's other apps that would allow me to do similar things, but man, the official Twitter application on my Mac is out of this world awesomeness. And then that just got me to to try the iPhone version. And, and I'm so glad that, you know, I don't have that bar at the top that they had once tried to right. instigate with the, uh, what was that, a promoted tweet or something like that got stuck in a bar at the top yep, or an advertisement or something. But anyway, I'm glad they got rid of that because I, I would I definitely wouldn't have switched to it if they did that, if they still had that. So but yeah, the official Twitter app is working great for me and I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm I'm I, I have just now officially switched over myself as well. I have I had kept meaning to ask you, hey, are you having all these problems with us for like I am? Yeah. And was, after all the promotion we gave them, it's just like, you know what? I'm I'm kind of done with it. I mean, yeah, I may check back in later, but. Kind of stinks. Yeah, yeah I, anyway. d- I, d- I went ahead. It's it's no longer on my phone um, at all. I, I mean, it, it was just, it was too buggy. It, it got to be too buggy. And here yeah. I, th- I just thought it was the number of people that I was following because I, I had never followed so many people before. And um, it wasn't. It, it, well, I guess it wasn't because, you know, it sounds to me like you were having some issues as well. Yep. Same stuff. All so. right. Twitter to all reformat right. all URLs to the t.co uh, yeah, shortener. Yeah. Not very happy with this, but yeah. So, so the idea here is that you know we have these URL shorteners. It's basically where you can actually, um, it, you can have like this really long web address and put it into your Twitter status update, and it's not going to take up thirty-four of your hundred and forty characters. Instead, it'll still show the entire thing, but it but it says you. It basically says you only have taken up like eight or nine or whatever of your characters that this thing you know, typically would take up. And I, there is one thing I like about the, the, the Twitter t.co's is that, um, if you, you, when, when it uses it, if you're looking at the tweet from an official Twitter application, it will actually show you not the t.co, although the link is actually a t.co, it actually shows you the entire URL. Right. Have you seen that? I've seen that, and 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 to be honest, I almost don't like that because it almost appears like somebody just did a sloppy tweet and posted a really long link. Yeah, and that's why I still use. That's why I still use my own personalized shortened URLs. Mm-hmm. And 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 let Twitter still do their t.co. So even though they're using t.co. It still says like share.gspn.tv slash whatever. Right. So I even so even with this service, I don't I'm not going to put in a big 45 character URL into Twitter because I know that they're actually still going to preview it on some of their devices in such a way that uh, that it'll it would look not so nice. Yeah. And, and for work, we've got our own short URL and. I do use that, but I notice that sometimes when people retweet us, it, it's appearing as the Tico instead of yeah the the end west, and it's like what? But the whole point was kind of, I mean, I know half of it is to be able to create short URLs and track them, and and you know see what kind of click through rate you're getting and which ones work better than others, but also you want it to look cool, you know? Yeah, and and here's <laughs> anyway here's here's where I think this will end up going. T.co, I think that they'll they may eventually allow you to to bring your own shortened URL, just like just like Bitly does, and just like a bunch of other other services. I think that eventually you'll be able to take a C name to your own um your own shortened URL and be able to to do that. I, I think that, and I think it'll probably be, end up hopefully being a premium version, you know, of, of Twitter that's accessible to us. Yeah. I think that that's where it'll ultimately end up because I'm like you. I mean, it, it's great, um, you know, as long as you stay within the the Twitterverse of clients, uh, mm-hmm. then then sure your your URL is going to look just as nice as everything else. But man, if somebody reads your 
your tweet on a non-official Twitter application, it's going to say t.co. And when they retweet it unofficially, it's going to be t.co to anybody else who sees it from that point forward. Yeah. And and I agree with you. I don't so I don't it, it like just it. Loses, it loses some of the branding you intentionally for started pe- with. For people who are not viewing it from a, a Twitter right. client. And and so yeah, I I definitely get it and and I'm not happy about it either. But I think the biggest thing is that yeah. they're probably going to come out with a tool where you can go in and you're going to be able to check your stats. You know, just like yeah, that's true. I remember hearing something about that. I wish I had thought to grab that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna. I think Twitter's going to start offering us analytics on what be what's being tweeted, what's being clicked on, and uh, Twitter's going to start building all that stuff into their service. So basically, all these third party services that have been very popular with helping us to you know kind of engage with twitter i think they're they're finding the most popular services and they're incorporating them into their official product offerings yeah well and speaking of third-party services that are popular that are twitter analytics twiriad which we've talked about a few times mm-hmm. is for sale twiriad twiriad yes and twiriad uh is again it is not a uh, is is nothing ha- happened to do with feminine feminine hygiene products? Uh, yeah, I wasn't going to mention that again, but go ahead. <laughs> it Twiriad is a horrible name, so I don't know if anybody mm-hmm. will buy it. I I would love it if Twitter would just go ahead and buy it and add it into their stuff. Yeah, so basically, it's a service that uh, that will allow you to sign in and it will evaluate the people you follow and interact with on Twitter. And it will tell you the most optimal times for you to send out tweets to get the most engagement or the or the most visibility for your updates. And that way, when you go into a service like BufferApp.com, mm-hmm. you can go in and say, hey, I want to only tweet at these times. Yes. So, Tweeriot is for sale on eBay. And what, what's the going rate right now? Right now, the starting bid is 7500 Okay. Is and anybody the bid? buy it now. No bids. No bids. It has f- four more days and four hours mm. as of October 17th. You can buy it now or for 15000 Yeah. I know, right? Well, I mean, seriously, if they, if somebody, this is why I'm like, Twitter, just snap this thing up. You've got 15000 laying around. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. But anyway, um, if you look down through to well, the description. The, here's the thing. They don't need to do it. They don't it, need to because they could they could build this in an you know in in a weekend. They could. That's true. That's true. Well, then do it. Uh, this <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Twitter Twitter's mo isn't to go around buying these things. It's just to build what everybody else has already done that people like. Uh, and if anything, this is this is maybe just not a, a you know it's like is this something people want? If all of a sudden this company can't even find a way to. Well, that's, but here's the thing. If you go down through to the description, it tells you everything you get, which is the domain name, the code, the ser- um, the web server and backend app server, website code, backend application code. Um, tells a little about it. It's, it was started on January 11th, 2011. He spent more than 500 hours on it, constantly adding features. Why am I selling Twiriad? I wish to continue concentrate on my studies rather than working on Twiriad. Twiriad's fun and it refrains me from studying, which I feel isn't very good for my career. Which I'd almost say, um, just I'll, work on you work on Twiriad. Come on, that could be your career anyway. Or or you know or think of this as well. Wait a second, this could be a key building block. I mean, I mean, back up a little yeah. bit into the, yeah. the, the eBay post, dude, my, my site has been fi- featured on the next web, web designer, depot, likable social media today. I mean, uh, it doesn't have to be a profitable business for you to continue to use this as a means of education, as a means of studies. And as a means of, of, you know, man, there, there's so much opportunity with this. Right. You know, Mark so, Zuckerberg decided to take a little time off to to work on this little site he was working on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I don't uh, know what, what happened with that one. Zuckerberg, what, what was that site he started? Because um, he, he he left school to to work smash. on it for a little while. Face mash. Fa- yeah, face yeah. mash. So, it was face something. Yeah, I can't are you hot or not? Dot com. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I I. I hope I like Twiriad. I've had two or three different rounds of 
uh, analytics from it, which I've used. Yeah. And I think it's working. And in, 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 uh, in collaboration with Buffer, that is. Yeah. Well, the so th- well, the thing is, is, is I, I look at this and, and I love what Jonathan in our, in our chat room, he says, the guy does not see, does not get that the valuable thing is not the site. It's actually him. It's not the code because that, that's exactly, it. I mean, look at Twitter. It's yep. like, yeah, you could sell me the servers. You can sell me. Are you, are you also selling me the, uh, the knowledge and information and ability and the talent to actually to continue to build it, to make it even better, to keep it, heck, to keep it up and running. Right. You know, I don't know what what he should be doing. And it seems like from what I'm reading, he's in India. What he should be doing is having he should be trying to get one of the major like he should ask. He should basically go right to Twitter and say, hey, hire me and buy this. Yeah. Or or just hire me. Yeah. I tweeted and will and hire me and we'll build it in. And there you go. Yeah. Or there's your career right there. Who cares about studying? (laughs) <laughs> and, and, and and you know what? It doesn't even just have to be Twitter. Twitter. I mean, th- he could use this and say, "Hey, look at what I've built." Um, you know, I, I'm True. looking for a job. Just just look, go and look at my site. This is my resume. You know, I haven't finished all my studies, but you know what? I'm I'm so passionate about this that I will be willing to put my studies off and s- spend 500 hours building this thing. This is that one thing I do all day long for free. Now I'm just looking for somebody who will hire me for my coding talent. So that I can get paid to do what I love all day. Yep. Say that this. I think he's going about this all wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we use the service, so we hope that it moves forward. Yeah. In, in an awesome way. So, I mean, I hope good luck to him, and I hope good luck to whoever buys it if it gets bought well, and, or and, and he changes and, his mind. I know he says it's a one of a, a kind thing, and I think it did. I, I I think when we covered it, we we recognized that it did something unique that other services didn't, but there are other services out there to help us to understand what are valuable times to, you know, more optimal times to tweet. I think this was, it wasn't this one, the the one, however, that evaluated your individual people. Right. Or something. I can't remember, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I agree though. The, the, the value is not the code. The value is not the site. The value is the guy who, who's behind it, who's pushing it forward. And I think if anybody buys Twiriad, they need to bring him along. And that's where I, because I read about these acquisitions, these companies that buy things and, and they don't buy oftentimes, not, so, sometimes they buy the company and shut down the service and they don't even incorporate any, any semblance of right. that service at all into their brand. They just hired for the talent, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so, yeah, I, I think what, what, what a company like Twitter needs is somebody who has the talent to do these things. And, and, uh, and obviously they have, I think they already, the thing is, I think they already have the talent probably to, to build exactly what this guy has. Yeah. So, so, and it's, pro- and whatever it's, the case is, good luck it, to Twiriad. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think it's probably already on the roadmap to be honest with you. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, what's next? Steve Jobs. So, yeah. The, so, Steve Jobs' death, actually, which is funny. I mean, this is one of the, and I'm not going to go all mushy on you, but I've seen it somewhere read that it's a ama- it's a sign of how great you are or how much of an impact you had. I should say that someone reads about your death on a device you created. I think that was Obama that said that. Yeah, maybe it was. I'm pretty I sure it was. I, I haven't paid attention to him, but anyway. Because I don't follow him on Twitter. Um, Steve <laughs> Jobs' death smashes, smashes Twitter traffic records. Yeah. So it, when this happened, uh, it, was, it was a new Twitter traffic record. According to social media monitoring firm SR7, the online reaction to Twitter on Twitter to Steve Jobs' passing reached 10,000 tweets per second. Yeah. And they, then they go on to give you some of the previous records, which were Beyonce's performance at the MTV Video Music Awards, where she, she announced she was pregnant, was about 8,868 TPS, tweets per second. TPS. I've never heard TPS. That's nice. That's the TPS report. <laughs> and uh, Japan beating USA in the Women's Soccer World Cup that, pronounced, that produced 7,196 TPS. And then the one that I really remember, though, was Osama Bin Laden's death which is only about 5,000 tweets per second. Yeah. 
So, yeah, Steve, 10,000 tweets a second. Yeah, and I wonder how long that was sustained, you know? Yeah, I, and, yeah. And I, and I bet you that that, that was sustained, because I, I know that... There's probably, yeah, it was, I mean, even on through the next day, I kept seeing stuff, so... Yeah. Yep. All righty. But just, yeah, interesting. I thought, you know, it's worth a little blurb to bring it up. Yeah, well, the, the certainly. I mean, he's had a massive impact, and and it was a it's a, been a major story. I, I will go on to say that without the iPhone, I don't think Twitter would have been as big a deal as it was. I to have, would... have a solid smartphone mobile device that makes tweeting as easy as it was. Even though we were on Twitter back in two thousand seven, in two thousand seven when they came out with the iPhone. And then continually upgraded it, and Twitter just got easy to use there. I think I, that I, I personally think that played into Twitter's ability to actually take hold. I I will not argue that where Twitter is today is 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 as a result of the iPhone, and then of course the Android phones that came right afterwards. We, well, and I say the Android phones coming afterwards would not have happened. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I would, I would argue that. No. But here, here's what I would say though: is I think that had there been no smartphones whatsoever, even today, if if today the the smartest smartphone was a BlackBerry, I would say that Twitter still would have taken hold because the the SMS functionality of Twitter was amazing. It, it, it was. And and that's how I originally engaged with Twitter before there was a Twitter application. Because you'll remember that the, um, even when we first had our first gen iPhones, we didn't have applications for the first year and it was all SMS. And so right. um, they used to have this thing where you could do track space and then put in your your phrase keywords or whatever. And anytime somebody sent out a tweet with that, it would send you a text message. And so I, I will tell you that I believe I believe it, it's SMS that actually brought Twitter into it. And now, of course, I don't use SMS with Twitter at all anymore. Right. I never did. I think, however, that I think that that Twitter would have still gained popularity without the smartphones being what they are today. I just don't think it'd be anywhere where it is today. I don't think we'd be, you know, turning on the latest Barbie movie and hearing Barbie talk about Twitter. But, uh, I, I think, <laughs> I think the geeks would still have used it and I think it would have eventually broken into mainstream. But, but then again, it's, it's kind of crazy to think about the world without really awesome smartphones today because that's the world we live in. And, mm-hmm. and we'd just be talking about some alternate rea- reality to, that does not exist for us. That's a different stream of time. We just yep. need, we need to just jump over to a parallel in universe without the iPhone and see if tw- how Twitter's doing there today. Yes. <laughs> fire up that machine. I will fire up the machine. Roll that beautiful bean footage. What's Foursquare Radar? Foursquare Radar is pos- brought to you possibly by iOS 5. No, I don't know that this is on the... Uh, other phones. I think this may be after you download the latest version of Foursquare app and turn on radar, your iPhone running iOS 5 will help you spend more time with the people and places around you. It's empowered by our explore algorithm so it catches all the interesting or fun things around you. Hmm. What it does is essentially if you are following friends or following uh, a, like a list on, on Foursquare, it will let you know when you're near those places. So in other words, this morning, for example, since I'm friends with a few people here on the campus I work on and I came over to the TV station to one of their soundproof editing bays to, to record, since this is one, there are locations on the campus that I've checked into and other friends have checked into, my notification center in iOS 5 wrote, did the little, you know, roll thing up at the top and just said, hey, from Foursquare, hey, your friend so-and-so um, thought this place was pretty awesome. You should check it out. And, and then rolled away and went away again. Huh. And so I thought, you know, that's actually a pretty... I turned it on because I wanted to try it out. I think it's actually a pretty cool addition to Foursquare. I mean, to be honest, it's not about the game and it's not about the mayorships. And, and to be honest, it's not even all about the uh, 
deals because still I just don't see tons of great deals out there yet. I was, but I still I do it to find out where friends are having awesome times. Yeah, I was watching so, this week in this week in tech. <laughs> Did you know they have a new show now? They okay, have, what? <laughs> they have a, a new show over at Twit called This Week in This Week in Tech. Okay, so, I'm so, confused. So basically, it's <laughs> Leo Laporte and Lisa. I can't remember her last name right now, but the girl uh-huh. who's the business manager there. Uh, but anyway, the two of them get behind the thing behind the the table, and they answer questions that come in from the chat room, and they talk about the state of how things are with the, with you know Twit, the network. Okay, so this week in this week in tech, I get it. Yes, it's not about the show this week in tech; it's about the network this week in tech. Exactly, it's actually this week in Twit. Okay, and, that and makes much more sense. So basically, um, I it's it's funny because the, in the most recent episode, they were going on and on about Leo being on vacation, and she's like, "Oh, I'm finally going to become the mayor," and he's like, "Ah, oh, you know, you can't become the mayor because you're going to be out." It's like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to leave my phone here and let somebody tweet, you know, check in for me." Oh, it's like it's like I need those, and they're, and they're going on and on about points, and I'm like, seriously, people do really get into this quote unquote Some do. game. Um, I, I actually do play it. The as a game, as a you know, as points, king as I I play it as not not so much the points, but the king of the hill. Hey, I'm the mayor of this place. No, yeah. I'm trying to get that with a few friends here, but right. that's about it. Hey, real quickly, it's um, fun. I don't know about you, Eric, but I have in my hands some Axe Hold Plus Touch normal hair <laughs> sparkling glue. I have some at home. Do you? I do. And 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 a clout what? perk. Why? Ah, never mind. <laughs> and why? Why, Eric, would you happen to have the same exact product in your hand? This axe, hold plus touch, normal hair, spark and glue. Did you know? Did you know that this is actually? It will allow you to have strong hold, but your hair is still touchable and feels like normal hair. Have Have you seen my hair? do i need gel to keep my hair in place then why do you have a bottle because they offered me a clout perk and i wanted a clout perk yeah so basically i bring it up here on social media serenity and another clout perk and uh, is that they they're, they're advertised you know axe wanted to advertise that they have this new product on the line and so they sent it out to their most influential people and and uh, it, it showed up here the other day and I'm like, you know what? That sounds interesting. I'll just set that aside now. Yeah. Although I will say this, it does smell really good. Does it? Yeah, it does. Hmm. I haven't, I haven't tried it in my hair yet, but I, I probably will. So now, if it had like moisturizing capabilities or something, maybe I would rub it on my head, but yeah, uh, it doesn't say that it does. Yeah. It just says use fingertip amount. Use fingertip amount. What is a fingertip amount? Um, rub vigorously between hands and spread thoroughly through damp hair and style. Yeah, I think I will try this. You anyway, go for it. You see, have hair to use it with. Now, now, here's the thing. Does clout work for Axe? It does. You know why? Because we're talking about it here. We just talked about it, and I never would have ever before. Exactly. And and, and here's the th- deal. This is not the first podcast How where I've heard it, it brought up. Actually, I heard, I heard, I heard about Axe this hold plus touch on this week in tech, and I don't know if it was in one of their actual shows or if it is in between shows or on this week in Twit, but I heard somebody just randomly in the background t- mention Axe, you know this this hold plus touch um, gel. So anyway, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I I I guess there's something to it, something to it. Uh, oh, one other thing. Um, I know why you brought that up because why? you were talking about Foursquare being a game, and then there's the whole Clout Score being a game. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Anyway. anyway, you know, Clout Score. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty. You know, I, I'm not as opposed to Clout as as I used to be. I still don't think it's the greatest, but I see them doing some things where. Um, do you remember WeFollow.com? Yes. And that was a Kevin Rose thing. Wasn't yeah, it was a Kevin Rose thing. And basically what you could do is you could go in and, and look up certain topics like podcast or podcasting or whatever the <laughs> case may be. And um, like, for example, if I look up podcasting on WeFollow, I see at GSPN is number two in the list. 
So, um, I, 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 this is, this was a, I think a valuable service to see, okay, it's like, Hey, if I'm look, if I'm looking for somebody on Twitter to follow around a topic that I'm very much interested in, I could go to, we follow and follow this. Well, I think clout is doing something interesting with their topics. They've actually created these yes. official topics for people. And so I want, can you, I think you can search for topics now, right? So what I'm doing is I'm logging in with my Twitter account at this very minute. And uh, it's actually taking a bit. Uh, But you, basically what people can do is they can give you these plus K things um, Mm -hmm. in certain areas. So basically I'm signed in. And over there, topics. Yeah. And and so basically I'm going to click on influential about, and I'm going to click on podcasting. And there I am, and it shows me and a bunch of other people who are in here. I see that our good friend Daniel Lewis is in here, uh, David Jackson and Andrew McGivern, Dave Thackeray. You know, so people that I'm feel very familiar with, and so I can see this. Like you, you know what? This is a very good um, curated list, if you will, of top influencers about podcasting. Right. So the question is: is is it is there a way to go in and do a search for a topic? Do you know? Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know that there is. I mean, I no. Where would you do that? Well, here's let, the thing. Let me do this. If let me you go do to this. You go, to go to go to cloud.com slash topics or try topic. Uh, takes me takes me there. Score now. If you go to your account, you go to score analysis and click on topics. It shows you your what you're influential about, but I don't know other than clicking on the topics that you have. Yeah. Cl- that's what I did. So if you, for example, I clicked on podcast, it says I'm influential about podcasting. So I clicked on podcasting. Yeah. So and that then it brings, brings me, me up the other people. It brings me up. Well, the thing is it brings you, if you're in your address bar, clout.com slash uh, pound sign slash topic slash podcasting. So if I wanted to change that, I, I take out podcasting and I put in Christianity. Mm-hmm. All right, so if I do that, so now it's showing me clout.com slash pound slash topic slash Christianity, and I'm waiting for it to load. So I, I, I'm wondering when they're going to turn on, you know, like a yeah. we follow list, like a directory of topics. But uh, this my this is what I, where I can see in my own mind where I would find some value in clout service. Does that make sense? And, and imagine this, if I'm an advertiser, aha, if I'm an advertiser and let's just say I'm selling baby products, well, I want to look, uh, I want to do, I, I want to see who are the t- most influential people in parenting or, you know, infant care or those kind of things, which by the way, I'm, I'm trying to get clout.com slash topic slash Christianity to pull up and it won't pull up. Yeah, I'm not, I have no luck with oh, that. Here it comes. Rick Warren is in there. John Piper, Brett and Rose, uh, a heart for oh a heart for God on Twitter. Joyce Meyer, Mark Driscoll, Jamie Ray, C.S. Lewis is on here. Did you know C.S. Lewis has only has a seventy nine clout score? Man, <laughs> uh, which basically it's a Twitter account with C.S. Lewis quotes every day. Scott Williams and Rod Ron Edmondson. So very cool. I, I think this is a potential for a, a, a good use of clout. I could see that. Yeah. So. I could see it being used that way. I would use it that way. Yeah. Hey, um, real quickly here, I'm going to go ahead and start our music. Can you believe we're already over an hour? I know. Jeez. Too much fun. Hey, my friends, I just want to let you know that we have a voicemail here from uh, Doug with some reactions to Facebook. We're going to play those next week uh, or that um, voice feedback next week. Also, Ryan, I don't know Ryan's last name, but um, uh, Ryan called in about a social media calendar and we're racking our brains trying to understand exactly what it is that you're looking for. So Ryan, if you can call back in and uh, leave another voicemail to kind of explain what you mean by social media calendar, we'll we'll see if we can't help you out. Otherwise, if we don't hear back from you, Ryan, we're just going to go ahead and play the message that you left and we're just going to assume some stuff and Eric's going to try to answer it. Yeah. 
I have an idea of how to answer it, but I almost want to answer it better if you give me more specifics. Yeah. So anyway, my friends, we will be back again next week. Until next time, we encourage you to join the community. And real quick, I, I haven't st- hit stop on the recorder. If you're yes. still if you're still listening to this, I haven't been doing this enough, uh, but I'm just going to say if you enjoy the content of gspn.tv and the community that we're building here, uh, would you please head over to gspn.tv slash plus read the read the written stuff that's on the page there. Listen to some of the testimonials that people have left there. And if you are able to help contribute and support the content here, we'd appreciate it. All right. That's it. We'll talk to you later. Bye.